Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another Cash All Podcast episode. It is a windy and cold and windy and cold and kind of wet day here in North Platte today, which I can't really complain a whole lot because this winter has actually been warm. I went golfing in December, like a couple weeks ago, went golfing outside. It was like 65 degrees outside, really nice, and went out and played a quick nine uh, with my daughter and had a lot of fun with that. And today, not so much, not so much. So if you hear a kind of blowing sound or a humming sound, the heater in the office is on right now. I don't think the microphone's going to pick it up too much. But if so, that's the case because I don't want to be cold while I'm recording. I would apologize, but that would be an empty apology. And I will never give an empty apology to you listeners. With all that out of the way, this week I thought it would be fun to talk about the Unreal Engine. Most of you probably know what it is or you've heard of it. If you play a lot of video games, you've probably seen the Unreal Engine icon splash screen as your your game is loading up. But I'm going to give my thoughts about it and how I use it in my classroom when I teach. Unreal Engine is a game developer engine that is created by Epic Games. It was created in the 1990s. And it was used to create a first-person shooter that we would eventually know as Unreal, Unreal Tournament. An awesome, fast-paced first-person shooter game with all sorts of cool weapons. Fun to play online. Unreal Engine is popular today for many 3D games. Some of the popular games or more well-known games that you may know of, Ark Survival, Uh, Batman, Arkham City, the Gears of War franchise, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and a ton more. Unreal Engine has even recently been expanded to the cinema world. And John Favreau uh, took the technology that he used from the live-action Jungle Book and advanced it a little bit more in the live-action Lion King movie he did and adapted it to use with Unreal Engine as a way to render CGI environments in real time on LED screens. We see the possibilities of this displayed in the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. If you've ever watched any of the making of The Mandalorian, you'll see a lot all the outdoor shots If not all of them, probably 95% of the outdoor shots are actually indoors and it's in a room surrounded by LED screens and it's the CGI is activated on those screens real time. So actors and actresses don't have to try to pretend that they're acting in a space 
in front of a green screen, they can actually see what's happening. And because it's LED screens, the light from those panels all the way around, even on the ceiling, the light from those illustrate actual light, which gives it even more incredible realistic experiences. Very awesome. If you have access to Disney Plus, I highly recommend watching the series called Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian. They have a lot of episodes from season one and then I think there's one episode from season two, I believe. And you get a really good look at behind the scenes work from the technology from Unreal Engine and also from the great minds that put the series together. It'll be really exciting to see with the advancements of virtual reality and augmented reality how Unreal Engine can be more and more incorporated into that into those venues. Right now, currently, um, most of the things we see are created with Unreal Engine 4. But Unreal Engine 4 is kind of in the sunset of its time as Unreal Engine 5 is available in the beta phase and it's due to be released in 2022. There have been a few videos demonstrating its effects. Um, I think on like the CES show and like E3, those, those type of venues have shown kind of the same demo which looks really impressive. It, it demonstrates the effects of ray tracing and dynamic lighting, which adds all sorts of possibilities in video games and cinema. Uh, the Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine 5 experience, was just released this last week at the time of this recording for PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S consoles, allowing you to explore a cinematic open world. Also very impressive. I, I had to tweet about it the other day and post a screenshot as I downloaded it and tried it out. My daughter and I um, spent quite a bit of time playing around with it. If you have either of those consoles, it's free to download, so you should definitely check it out. After an intense car chase scene where you fight off agents, those of you familiar with the Matrix franchise know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go watch the Matrix. Go do that. Do yourself a favor. But you fight off agents uh, from a car, and it's kind of an intense race or chase, an intense chase. And you then enter kind of a free roam mode where you can explore... Um, an entire city. You can see how the crowd interacts from when you're walking through it or if you're running through the crowd and you bump into someone and they look offended and how they kind of move around you to not walk into you. Pretty impressive to see, especially with as many characters there are walking around the city on the streets. Um, you can hop into any of the tens of thousands of drivable vehicles that are parked in this city. You can just hop in any one and drive around. If you crash into things, the damage shows on the vehicle. It looks so cool. It looks so realistic. 
Um, you can also explore the city to learn more about the engine and to see how it was made. There are little, I guess, areas of interest that are marked on a map. And when you're walking around and you see them out in the open, there's kind of the matrix binary code floating above the areas of interest. And they have little plaques that you can read. A ton of detail into the city. And as the clouds come, the shadows change. As the sun changes position, everything changes. It, it is amazing to see. There's even a drone flying mode where you can get some spectacular shots of the cityscape. Also, aside from that, if you're interested in learning and making games or game design, you can download and use Unreal Engine for free. Unreal Engine 4 is free. It comes with a ton of assets you can use. You can import your own things that you've created. And there is also a store where you can purchase different textures or models to use with it. But you can get designing your own 3D game for free. You just have to go to Epic Games' website for the link and all the details. A year ago, my Programming 2 students, or my future Programming 2 students, were interested in learning more about game design and Unreal Engine. And so we thought we'd give it a try. And we learned a lot, despite the limited technology of our computers from that year. Uh, we had a lot of slow load times and some crashing of the machines. And over the course of this last summer, I was extremely fortunate enough uh, to have a school district that is really supportive in the things that I'm trying to accomplish in my program and in my classes. And I was lucky to get some newer machines this year with graphic cards. And the experience is from day and night. It is so much better right now. Uh, much faster with the graphic cards. We have more memory now. We have larger hard drives to where we can store larger projects. And it's really made this experience a whole lot better for the students. More productivity in learning and less waiting for things to render and things of that nature. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to online with Unreal prefer the C++ for coding with Unreal Engine. And in our school, we teach Python to our Programming 1 students uh, to give them a real, you know, strong grasp of that. And because of that, we use the Blueprint function of Unreal Engine as opposed to the C++. It's more of a visual type of coding with drag and drop nodes that have the scripting in there. It can be a little cumbersome to use and I use the search method a lot when finding the nodes that I need to find. But I think as of right now, for the way that I teach this, it's the best way for us to learn the engine without trying to learn a whole new coding language at the exact same time. And we can really start to kind of get into some concepts of game design. There's also some templates you can start from. You don't have to start from scratch. There's a first-person shooter where you have a gun that shoots like little tennis balls. Uh, there's a top-down twin-stick shooter, like if you want to make a spaceship flying kind of game and you're looking down from above. You can make a platformer where you're jumping from trying not to fall off the side of cliffs. Uh, there's a car driving template 
you know, to get you started to make your own version of of um, Rocket League. All sorts of good ways to get you started uh, without being too overwhelmed. With our limited time that I have for this class, uh, we started with the first-person shooter mode uh, just to get us started. And we removed the shooting elements from the game. Like I said before, it's the the standalone first-person shooter template. It's like a little tennis ball. It's not like a major dangerous-looking gun if you're concerned about those type of things. And we started putting together a small escape room. We're going to actually finish it probably tomorrow at the time of this recording again. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was a, a small escape room. We have some doors that can become unlocked with various switches. We have floating elevators with some platform elements to kind of make your way through the maze. Uh, we created a floating glowing cube that you're able to pick up and put down. And when you bring it to the end platform of the game that glows in the same color, it triggers a end of game screen where then you can either click exit and it closes out of the game or you can click replay and it takes you back to the beginning. Obviously, we incorporated some textures, materials, and sounds with this. Uh, you, And especially with the students, there's no way you can resist uh, playing around with those things and making the game look a whole lot better. I'll say that Unreal Engine 4 right now, for me just being a complete newbie with it all, it is intimidating. It was intimidating for me to get started. It was intimidating for my students also. And we just kind of, you go slow to go fast. Uh, I've done programming and I've done some 2D design with simpler engines. Like before on here, I've talked about Construct 2 and Construct 3. I've made tutorials on those. And this has been a pretty steep learning curve compared to those. But if you're interested in learning more about this, YouTube, obviously a great resource. You can learn anything on YouTube. And, I mean, you literally can learn anything on there. Um, the resource is amazing, you know, for anybody with a growth mindset of learning anything new. The sites that really helped me the most, there's a YouTube page called Make Games with Katie. She is a game developer, and during the pandemic, she just took some time to put some videos together uh, to show how to use Unreal. I hope she continues to make some more because I learned a lot from her. Um, if she ever wants to like look into going into education, she would be a great teacher of this. As I learned a lot from her videos. Uh, there's another YouTube out video out there with Matt Aspland. And has some good tips and tricks with Unreal that I thought were very helpful. And also another great page is Key Smash Studios. Uh, has some great Unreal Engine 4 tutorials. I also got a few books. One of them is called Unreal Engine 4 Game Development in 24 Hours. And also Unreal Engine 4 Game Development Quick Start Guide 
programming professional 3D games with the Unreal Engine. They were a godsend in helping me learn what I needed to learn just to get me, you know, knowledgeable enough to be dangerous and to where I would feel comfortable showing students how to get started with this. There's still mistakes I'll make and a lot of trial and error and troubleshooting, but that's part of the process anyways, as with anything with technology. I still have a ton to learn about Unreal Engine, and I don't know how far down the rabbit hole I will eventually go, but I'm excited to continue tinkering uh, between my teaching profession, teaching high school, teaching college, taking college classes. Um, I'm, during the time in between those, I'm looking forward to continue learning about this, and once Unreal Engine 5 comes available, jumping in with no regrets, trying to learn how to make some amazing things with Unreal Engine 5. I'd like to see if any of you out there use Unreal Engine for projects or if you use them in your teaching, if you have a coding class or a coding 2 class where you teach. I'd like to know if you use it, uh, any pointers that you have, uh, any good ideas for kind of activities. Like I said, we use that escape room I'm hoping to make some tutorials uh, once I get a little organized, a little more organized and a little more confident on this and recording myself doing it. Um, but I want to make like a set of tutorials kind of showing what I've learned in putting together that, you know, quote unquote escape room. And also I want to do it because making the videos of it and me finding other ways to teach it is going to help me become more familiar with it and build my skills and improve them myself. But I'd love to hear what you all have to say about it. And if you've used it or if you're interested in using it or if you have any ideas for tutorials that you would like to see incorporated with this project that I want to advance further, shoot me a message. Find me at Twitter, at Code Peterson. I have my the starting of my website up and running, codepeterson.com. I forgot to mention that earlier. Code, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N.com. And uh, check that out. There's links to all the places you can find this podcast, which obviously you don't need if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, there's links to my YouTube channel, to my GitHub that I'm trying to add more things to and, and other resources for instructional technology all those things out there for you to use and everything on that site is free for you if you choose to use it i appreciate y'all listening check out those unreal engine demos and and see the capabilities of this and share with us all any ideas and, and projects you've been working on with unreal thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.